What up, Snapback fam? Welcome back to another episode of the Snapback Sports Pod. On this episode, Matthew Stafford is headed to L.A. Surfer Matt, as we will now call him, and Jared Goff headed to Detroit. Sorry, buddy, about that. We do our stock up, stock down. Even hockey gets a shout-out. It was insane. Iman Shumpert to the Nets. Mark Cuban writes a crazy article. And we check in with Eagleson. Snapback fam, new app. The Baltimore Ravens select... Lamar Jackson. I'm a rave. He's on. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! Oh, What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settleman. Joining me today, and as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? Joining you from a brand new studio. I spent this whole weekend uh, moving out, moving to a new apartment in Philadelphia. Um, So as you can see, I'm not in my usual setup right now at my desk with this. I'm holding my microphone on my crotch. I'm sitting so it doesn't move back up against my bed frame. Working on getting a desk in here so we have a real studio. But uh, you know what? Hey, just because you play on the road doesn't mean you can't perform. Let's do this thing. That's factual. All right, except, my... except the road <laughs> is kind of my new home. Whatever. Yeah, it's you know what it is, Abe? It's like you're the Tampa Bay Raptors. It's your new home, but it's not your true home yet. At least yet. So we'll take it for what it's worth. The people understand. Dude, moving, moving in a snowstorm. Yeah, and I mean, obviously recording this episode technical difficulties wise obviously something had to pop up um i'm actually connected to a wi-fi hotspot on my phone right now i don't how does that work technically not a wi-fi hotspot it's just a hotspot cellular hotspot that's how it works you don't need the wi-fi that's the whole thesis behind it well yeah i thought i had wi-fi until i opened my computer dude and talking to an xfinity representative or a comcast whoever your provider is Enough of the robots. I just want to talk to a person who speaks broken English. That's all. On to the podcast. My bookies, people's parlay. As you guys know, no football, so no parlays for now. But we did bring up uh, potential betting odds on Matt Stafford. We'll talk on that in a second. But first, Abe, I know you've had a busy weekend. Have you started to dive into the national anthem numbers yet? The film, what's your week look like? Yeah, so... So the, the short answer to that question is yes, I have started to dive in, but I wasn't going to put myself in stock down because I got a lot going on my plate anyway, but just a half stock down for me because I'm struggling with the tape. Mm. The The idea that there is a duo performing, it is Eric Church, who is a country singer, and Jasmine Sullivan, who I've never heard of in my entire life. Um, I wonder if that's aging me or not. I don't know how old she is, but the point is... You can watch all the tape you want on Eric Church singing and on Jasmine Sullivan singing. There's no tape out there for them being a duet. I'm like curious, is it going to be one line at a time and they switch off? Because then you can incorporate and start to um, bake into the to the over-under the fact of sloppy transitions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like maybe a half-second pause here and there. Are they singing at the same time? Because if they're singing at the same time and it's a duet, that makes me think under. But if they're singing line by line then i think over so i am in shambles right now when it comes to the national anthem don't get me wrong by thursday i'll have the play okay but it's not as easy 
as it usually is, even though I lost last year. I'll give you some outside-the-box thinking. Start studying some other duets. Not necessarily Super Bowl duets, but there's you know you can Google or YouTube, you know, National Anthem duet, uh, church choir, right? Like, there's... It's not always a solo. You can't think of you can't think of church choirs because church choirs are like are like an NBA team. Yeah. No, no, they they're like an NBA team. They build chemistry, so you know what you're getting out of them. But you're taking two guys. You're taking um, a guy that dribbles like no like nothing, like Eric Church and Kyrie Irving, and you're putting him with the same person, Jasmine Sullivan, who does that in Harden. You don't know if it's going to work right away. Yeah, Harden triple double and three in a row. Um, did you get, where'd you have Matt Stafford going in our, my bookie conversation last week? I remember I picked, uh, I told you I wanted to pick who I want him to go to, right, not right. who I, and Which, I wanted him to go to the Steelers. But if I really thought who I think he was going to go to, it probably would have been Indy. Okay. I'm not going to say the Rams. Okay. Don't worry. No, I, I thought you were. <laughs> yeah. I, something that is something I would say. I had them too. So we did not hit on that. Uh, we didn't place any of the uh, people's parlay money on it. We're saving it up for some Super Bowl stuff. So stay tuned for that on Thursday. But good transition from my bookie segment into Matt Stafford is headed to L.A. Surfer Matt. He picks up the nickname. Uh, kneecap Jared. He picks up that nickname as he heads to Detroit. Kneecap Jared? I don't get that. Yeah, the new Lions coach said they're going to eat kneecaps during oh. this press conference. So How can you... How can you legally say that? Yeah, so when I heard uh, my buddy saying it, actually, I just this stared morning, off. So, like, so I'm like, hold on, before you go into this, I just stared off into the distance into like the snow because I just it's like unfamiliar territory looking at a new window. But, yeah, as you were saying, um, yeah, I heard a buddy talking about it. He was explaining to someone about the whole press conference, and he was, and they were like, "How can he say that? Like, is are they saying they're trying to take someone's kneecap or like injure someone?" I was like, "It's not Bounty Gate." It was more of a metaphor analogy. So at least he was able. Dan, his name's Dan Campbell. Yeah. At least Dan Campbell was able to formulate actual words, mm. right? We didn't see that from Nick Sirianni in South Philadelphia. Yes. Uh, so the Stafford trade, he heads to L.A. in exchange. I believe they get two first-round picks. The Rams drafted Jared Goff after trading up for him in 2016 with the first, and will not draft in the first round again. Until 2024. Eight years, no first. We talk about how valuable these GMs treat first-rounders. Maybe the Rams GM is a little bit like us, Abe, where we just want to trade them for the good players. But the Rams gave up a ton so that the Lions would take on Jared Goff's contract. Now, that is— Yeah, don't don't say the Lions got Jared Goff. (laughs) They didn't get Jared Goff. They took Jared Goff. Yeah. That's what this comes down to. that I think that's important to note because now people are saying there's no way that you can trade for Deshaun Watson. He's going to warrant seven first-round picks, and you just can't do it. Let's be clear. He was on a massive four-year, $134 million contract with the Rams through 2024. Mm-hmm. So the trade is two firsts and a third. The Lions get that, and they get Jared Goff, which I know it's on a lot of money, but... He's a competent NFL quarterback. He's not He's not getting paid what he's worth. But then when you go to trade for Watson, the conversation is you get Deshaun Watson. So you don't have to take on that money. But when you're trading for Deshaun Watson, you're still taking on the same amount of money, which is a lot of money. And it's a question of is Deshaun Watson worth taking on all that money? 
and giving up the picks to do it when the whole complaint in Houston is that he has no weapons, no team, they're not building around him. It's, it makes the situation right. very complex. But we let's all, we, start, let's we start all on know how you feel about – we all know how you feel about Deshaun Watson, so we don't have to go into that. But in, as far as the trade goes, I don't care how you spin it. The Houston Texans won this trade. The market was set. The market was set for what Matt Stafford cost. Matt Stafford, I understand – you know what? I'm actually curious how the Lions are viewing this. Was taking on Jared Goff like taking on a bad contract in the NBA, like doing the That's other team a favor? Or, or does it feel like the Lions are like, you know what? He's young-ish. Maybe we can make this thing work. The only thing is that he's already been paid. That's the kicker. But I think that that will never know because they did get the equity for him. So it doesn't matter if they're a believer or not. And they're not going right. to cut him. Like the dead cap was something like forty-four million dollars or something. To me, to me, I know people talk about the Jets and the Dolphins for Deshaun Watson, but there's other teams that missed out on Matt Stafford, and I think that's the biggest thing now because these teams missed out on Matt Stafford. There's so many more of them going after the likes of Deshaun Watson. You're looking at is San Fran going after a new quarterback? Um, is Indy going after a new Carolina. quarterback? I don't know. Carolina. I don't know what the deal with Brissett is. New well, New Orleans can't get Watson anyway. But there's so many teams. The Bears. The e- who even knows what the Eagles are doing? Um, <laughs> the breaking news. Not, the no, Eagles are now in on Deshaun Watson. No, no. Were I'm you saying, in on Matt Stafford? Like, no. I'm uh, saying teams that don't know what their quarterback situation is week one of next year. Right. All those teams kind of maybe had an eye out for Matt Stafford. Not that the Eagles did, but. Now, really, Deshaun Watson's the only big name. Is anyone going to go head over heels to get Jimmy Garoppolo? No. Is anyone going to get head over heels to sign Nick Foles? No. Those teams will start to sign the other small guys to small deals. So I think the fact that Stafford went early with all those picks attached means Deshaun Watson is going for a lot. Mm, the, the one and caveat it, is and that my point, Miami and the, biggest thing and the is, Jets have the second and third pick. So that right. first my, eats up a lot. And my thing with Deshaun Watson is if you're going to go all out to get him, you for damn sure better make it worth it. The Jets, does Deshaun Watson put you in contention week one next season? Nope. Dolphins, does Deshaun Watson put you in contention? Maybe. Maybe. But I don't think a lot of people would buy into them as much. Deshaun Watson went to the San Francisco 49ers. That's a Super Bowl contending team. Yeah. It had Deshaun Watson had gone to the LA Rams. That's a Super Bowl contending team. And now that the Rams got Stafford, I'm a Rams fan. I love Matt Stafford. I think he's tough. He's I don't gritty. think you do. He's tough. He's gritty. He's been stuck in Detroit and his career has been hampered. He's got the most fourth quarter comebacks since he's been in the league or some statistic like that, even though he's not won a lot of games since he's been in the league. It's actually a mind boggling statistic. <laughs> with that with that being said, I'm on the pump the brakes here. What is the difference? What's the delta? It's like a fancy term to say. What's the what's the value of difference between Jared Goff and Stafford? I think there's a there's a noticeable difference. But is it Tom Brady and Jameis different? Is it Stafford and and that's why I said with the Colts like same situation. I didn't think the Colts become this Super Bowl winner or contender just because they get Stafford, which is an upgrade over Rivers, because it's not enough of a delta. I feel not the same, but similar, similarly 
with Jared Goff and the Rams because Goff in that system was excellent at times when McVay really right. had it going on and he was he was stroking it. So not to say Stafford won't be just as good and much better, but what do you think the real difference is here? Yeah, I don't think I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm picking them to go to the Super Bowl next year. I more so meant that I'm rooting for the Rams because I like Stafford in that situation. It's an NFC team, which Stafford was already in the NFC, but he was on the Lions. But I think the biggest part of this deal with Stafford isn't how much of an upgrade Stafford is to Jared Goff. It's how much of an upgrade Sean McVay's trust is in ja- in Matt Stafford to make plays than it is in Jared Goff to make plays. Because I think that's just as much as being able to make the plays is coach has got to be wanting to call them and trust the quarterback. And I think you can trust Matt Stafford way more than you can trust Jared Goff. It's an excellent point. And when I debate with Eagleson or Dean about the Dolphins and Tua, it's like Chan Gailey's play calling was awful. No doubt about it. He was running an offense from 2003. No motion, no good, you know, empty sets where Tua thrives, RPOs. But at the end of the day, like, there's also that trust factor. And if he's not calling those plays, it might be 90% on him. But at some point, it's because the quarterback can't execute what he may actually have in mind. So I agree with you. Playbook opens up. Stafford can make every throw on the field. His no looks are crazy. He's accurate. He's a really good quarterback. It's just a question of, is he the difference? They have the defense. They have weapons. It's the O-line is going to be somewhat of a question mark. And they're in a really tough division. So I like the trade for Detroit. I like the trade a little bit. How could you like the trade for Detroit? Because they just stacked up on a couple first-round picks, which they need to rebuild the right way, and they get to do it competitively. If you swap, Like Jared Goff, once again, he's the 23rd-ranked starter in the NFL. Okay, is that 6-10? and 10? Like, And then they can build, and then they're 8-8 eight and eight one year, and then they're 10-6. Like, is it a three-year process with this new coach? I think it can absolutely be. Versus Stafford, like, by the way, if Stafford's the, the bee's knees, why are they constantly the worst team in the league? Like, one of the two has to give at some point. So Empty, empty calorie Stafford? We'll find out. Exactly. Stock we'll up, stock out. down. Stock up, stock down. I'm going to go stock up number one, the Jazz. Two things. One, uh, I know they lost They're today. balling. They're balling. They're hooping. Yoke, or not Jokic. Gobert and Donovan don't even need to be like the main guys. Like Bogdan. I This was my team last Jack, year. Jack, 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 Jack. How cute. How cute. Adorable. So that's the thing. Stop. Stack up for the Jazz because so much respect to their fans that Nikola Jokic, who's amazing, dropped 47 on the Defensive Player of the Year's head top. And they are out in droves defending this guy, and I respect it. I respect the hell out of it because they. Oh, jazz play. fans are defending Gobert. They're two hundred million dollar man. If you're if you're defensive player of the year, if you've won the award in the past, and your man drops forty seven on you in a game, I don't care who it is. If you have that award attached to your name, you should be disqualified from ever winning the award again. I agree, and that's why I go stock up, jazz fans, because. They're still out supporting, explaining why it wasn't his fault, all this stuff. Honestly, gave me a little Lamar apologist vibe, so I respect them for that. And then stock up your for, for a guy like Gobert. Oh yeah, exactly. God. That's the thing. For, that's like that is that's the equivalent. The it's the equivalent of going to the end of the world to defend your highest paid running back on your team. Exactly. Because it's, it's, it's the center. Deep. It's the Elliot, center. Yeah. 
it's the running back versus the center. It's the irrelevancy of it all. Wait, but I mean, we're going to talk about Embiid at some point, so we'll have to we'll have to soundbite that later. But Jokic yeah. stack up because he's a hooper. How many and... points does Rudy Gobert average? Yeah, yeah, yeah. no more rebounds gotcha. than okay. points. Okay, yeah. gotcha. First stock up for me, Emmanuel quickly, Jack, because you know why? Like a week or two ago, three weeks ago, you know what? I'll even say like last week. You know, I thought everyone was kidding. <laughs> I thought everyone was joking. And it, it came to that point where I was like, okay, this kid can ball. And that was kind of the thing with Shake Milton, too. It was like, yeah, this is a joke. He's hooping. He's right. having a few games. And then it's like, oh, no, this is serious. This kid can hoop. And stock up to Emmanuel quickly because I thought it was all a joke, but he can actually ball. He's I mean, so good. What do you have, 27 the other night, 25 today? I mean, the kid can play. So stock up. I appreciate that. Stock, I guess yeah. it's a it's a podcast of giving. Stock up number two for me. The sport of hockey, specifically the NHL. Well, I'll go hockey first. Some Russian league ended up number one, top play on SportsCenter. Sick goal. Last night, crazy night in the NHL. Within 15 minutes of each other, Crosby OT game winner, McDavid OT game winner, and Ovechkin OT game winner. That's like LeBron, KD, and not Harden because they're on the same team, and Embiid hitting game winners within 15 minutes of each other. And the only reason I'm doing this, go watch the, the uh, regulation game winner from Connor McDavid. This is crazy. Like, you talk about LeBron as the GOAT or the best player in basketball. Like, Connor McDavid is playing a different sport. It was insane. Like, 5-on-1 just went and scored by himself from his own – or 4-on-1 from his own hat. Like, I was like – Holy shit! Like this is sick. He's that you're, good. You're, so you a puck? You a puck slut now? Yeah, it might be. So Eagleson, up for Eagle, Eagleson just changed his pants twice in a two minute span. He said and I just he's t- better than literally everyone in the world. Which brings me back to a now an open conversation about when I said Justin Tucker is better than anyone than than they are at their own job. Which after the playoff game, maybe a little downgrade for him. McDavid is approaching that territory. I'll send you the clip. So is, it was great. Um. Yeah, I mean, Eagleson, he just talked for like a minute and 20 seconds, so you have negative 20 seconds on next week's What the Puck. That was plenty for me. My second stock up is Dodge. Dodge, the car dealership. A um, lot of lot of free free press this week. A lot, lot of people mispronouncing. Yeah. I think it's it's Doge, or it's Doge. I, I pronounce Doge it Doge. Boy. Yeah, yeah, me too. But I think a lot of people were calling it Dodge. Yeah. And they just got a lot of free press out of it. Even my mom was like, like the car? Like, is that one of the stocks that's going up that Robin Hood is suffocating ah. to death? Um, God damn it, Robin Hood. Did you and, get out of your Doge position for yes, full transparency? I, okay. Uh, yes, I am, out of, out of, I am out of my Doge position. It was on accident and then it was on purpose. Um, <laughs> I had some fun last week, but I think, I think as I move on to this ne- next step in my life, um, I move into a new apartment and I... I leave day trading at the door. (laughs) Stock down. NFL. What are you doing? A Madden Pro Bowl? I mean, everyone. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? The Pro Bowl was replaced by a game of Madden. When? Today. That's my point. And they put it on television? That's my point, Abe. That you didn't even know. Cable television? (laughs) The one where if you get, not four channels, because I think it was probably on ESPN, but come up with something better. Was it a simulation? 
Uh, no, like they have some funny clips from it. Lynch like fell out of his Who chair. Who played? I, I don't know. But there was one stock up from it. Wait, Marshawn Lynch was in the Pro Bowl? He didn't even play in the he league. He was playing as the guy. That's what I'm saying. I don't even know. And you know how closely I follow these things. Uh, I did see someone tweet that Jamal Adams in the Pro Bowl Madden game had two interceptions. And in his 58 career NFL games, he also has two interceptions. So tough for Jamal, funny for content. Yikes. Uh, stock down for me, the Miami Heat, because I just looked at the NBA standings and didn't even realize, holy shit, they're bad. Oh, Jimmy Butler was out. He lost 11 pounds. He dropped 20 last night. You guys won. He's fine. Um, he went 38 and 7 and hit the game winner. Yeah, whatever. I just saw the first half. And I, can't, I just can't watch them when they wear those uniforms. I just <laughs> they're can't. so ugly. They're just, they're, dude, and the court when they do it is awful. But the Miami Heat. A beautiful seven and twelve sit in third to last. Currently watching some Cade Cunningham tape, um, and this is the same team that had a fan base say that they wouldn't trade Bryce Hall for James Harden. <laughs> so if you encompass all of what I just said, my stock down for obvious reasons is the Miami Heat. But hey, I hear they have some culture. To be fair, they are no, like no, they are like two games out of the four seed. They are four games out of the four seed. Out of the five. East, out the, of the five. They are three and a half games out of okay. the five seed. Right. So the East the, is a beast. The, East is, the a beast. East is a beast when even the Knicks can't make it right now. Stock down number two. Uh, idiots. Ooh. Um, there was Present. A, there's a, <laughs> yeah, not you because you acknowledged Emmanuel Quickly's greatness. There was a guy who cool. said D plus draft grade for him. So idiot, tough time there. Which number, outlet? Which num- outlet? We call out names. Uh, CBS Sports. Yeah. No. CBS every Sports. Every time quickly makes a jumper, it pretty much gets posted on the timeline. So just stay woke on that. I think I've seen it. I saw it with a stonk meme. Yeah. Attached yeah, to it yeah or yeah. something. Um, part of the idiots, the Mavericks, uh, the Mavericks fans, the media, because I think the Knicks won the Kristaps Porzingis trade, and I think run it it's, back. Run it back. I think it's time to have a conversation about well, what was the actual trade if we're if we're doing it, it was Ooh. Tim Hardaway, T- THJ, Burke maybe, um, Chris Stops. I don't know if there was a fourth involved. We got DSJ, who actually asked to be demoted <laughs> who, who to the league. Yeah, right. um, we got the nuts on that guy we got deandre jordan who obviously left but was supposed to bring in KD. still plays in new york still plays in new york but what it did it got us two three things one the draft pick or sorry it gave us the cap space to sign marcus morris which we then flipped for the pick that got us emmanuel quickly so huge w there second it gave us the cap space to sign Julius Randle, who's going to be an NBA All-Star. And third, we don't have the softest player in the NBA on a max contract. So I'm here for that. Which European on the Mavs are we talking about when you say softest player in the NBA? I like Luka. So. I, lo- I love Luka. I cannot fathom how much that guy cries it's to the bad. refs. It's it bad. is wild. But that's interesting because you use the trans- transitive property to detail why the Knicks won that trade. Oh, not oh, me- oh, sorry. I didn't even finish. Thanks, Abe. Thanks for pointing out. 
The Mavs are the fifth worst record in the NBA, and the Knicks, if they win the lotto, are getting Cade Cunningham. Thank you. Correct. Anyway, um, that makes me think. Given that theory, I think the Sixers made the right decision in taking Markel Fultz. Hear me out. (laughs) Let's be clear, fam, if you're not familiar. That is over. Traded past to receive Jason Tatum. Wait for it. Yeah. Wait for it. Okay. Obviously, some things happened with Markel in Philadelphia. We're not going to speak about that. We ended up shipping him at the deadline two years ago Mm. to the Orlando Magic. In exchange, we received um, Jonathan Simmons. Not sure if he's in the league. We received a second-round pick, and we received a first-round pick protected 1-20 through from the Oklahoma City Thunder via the Orlando Magic. That pick conveyed at the end of last season because in the bubble, in an irrelevant basketball game, Mike Muscala banked in a shot from the elbow and the Oklahoma City Thunder won a game. We then, since it fell on 21 and we had 1 through 20, we received Tyrese Maxey. So I bring up the question, was taking Markel Fultz the right decision. If it got you Tyrese Maxey, we'll just see. If Maxey's better than Tatum at the end of his career, then we can judge it. But for now, the book is open. (laughs) Always playing the long game. Always playing the long game. Yeah, so I will say the Knicks are kind of like looking like the Miami Dolphins right now, which is obvious. It's a good comparison. It's disturbing, but the similarity is... It's like because you... We're in the playoff run, and we shouldn't want to win. You shouldn't want to win, but like you kind of do because it's a lot of fun, and maybe something fun and could culture, happen. Right, right, and culture. Um, so yeah, but we I also have a top five pick via or via, as Abe likes to say, the maps. And Eagleson pipes in the chat. How's the culture in New York, though? I mean, it's it's Tibbs. You know how it is. It's you're playing. Right. If if you have two legs, you're playing all the minutes. My second stock down, Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis hasn't been playing that great a ball. Obviously, the Lakers fell, lost two in a row to the Sixers and the Pistons, uh, and then came back last night and beat Boston. Hasn't been playing his great ball, and Joel Embiid body bagged him. Not only did he dominate him on the court against the Lakers, even when LeBron James tried to murder him in midair, but he then, on a Twitch stream of some sort, was asked, Mm. what is harder playing FIFA or guarding Anthony Davis, in which he responded, playing FIFA. That is a level of disrespect that only the MVP of the league can say at this moment. So Anthony Davis, stock down. Joel Embiid is your daddy. I do not want to hear any Anthony Davis is greater than Joel Embiid talk. Oh, stop it. That conversation. Stop it right now. What do you mean? Just stop it. Are you saying right now or for the rest of the season? All the above. Okay. All the above. We'll, we'll clip that. It's the MVP, we'll it's the MVP of basketball. Yeah, it's right now. Right now he is, no doubt. Thank you. Okay. Uh, but while we're on that subject, did you happen to see what happened with Clay, Draymond, Steph, and the Pistons? So, short answer, no. I went to sleep after the... Lakers Celtics game last night. I know crazy Saturday night. 
Um, and I was up really early this morning doing a lot of moving stuff, and I was just going through Instagram, and I just saw I saw Clay's quote about Rodney McGruger. Mm-hmm. I saw Draymond's quote, but I have no idea what happened on the court for them to say that. Yeah, so Juan, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. And how much? And how much did McGruger pay for a shout out? <laughs> he paid for some brutal. Mc- that is not one of those all press is good press. Yeah, explain. Run it. Run it back for me. So I think he gets into an altercation, or Wayne Ellington gets into an altercation early in the game with Juan. I think it's Toscano. Uh, Eagleson, check on that for me. And then allegedly, McGru- uh, Ellington ends up telling the bench. To Magruder, Magruder tries standing up to someone. I don't know if it was specifically to Draymond or to Juan, whoever it ended up being. Whatever. Who won the game? The the Warriors killed them. I mean, it's Stephen Curry. Also, okay, relax. Probably second in the MVP voting, but we'll leave that for another time. LeBron is. So it should have probably ended there, but then in the post game presser, Clay Thompson is doing the announcing for the game which was awesome. He's hilarious. Like, he's great. He clearly just wants to be on the court. We love Clay. And he's asked, He's talking to Steph about it, or the, that altercation happens. And then Clay, I'm not going to lie, like, I, th- I would say he kind of went over the line here. He was like, yeah, Magruder's... Out, yeah. He said Magruder's mad because he's probably not going to be in the league after this year, which we've discussed this. You don't really talk about another man's money and his career. Like, it's a, you can say he's trash. Nah. You get, I'll let that fly. I'll let that one fly. It's because it's we love Clay, but at the at, oh that that's like a because you know how like hard these guys grind, and then even lower blow I see on Instagram. Obviously, Bleacher ESPN posted in the comment section. Big Baby is saying that's why Clay's all, got all those injuries. It's karma. Like, what are we doing here, people? Big Baby, no! <laughs> like, what Big are we Baby doing? from the top rope. Are you serious? So then. They go to the press conference. I've actually never even seen Draymond act like this. Like, he's cursing. Expletives are flying in the oh, press Dr- conference. You've never seen Draymond curse? No. Like, th- like in such a calm manner for him to be like, yeah, like, Rodney fucking Magruder thinks he's the tough guy in the room. And, like, like he is, he is it went on for, like, a minute and a half. He they probably... He probably like crossed the line. If he was, if they were actually, I mean, I don't know how Clay would know because Clay wasn't on the court, was he? Right. Was he there? So at the end of the game, there was an altercation, and Clay was still on the broadcast. And then he made the comment when he saw that because they asked him about it. And then Draymond in the post game, it was wild. Imagine Clay like on a hot mic, get him Dre, and they're like, cut the mic, cut the mic. <laughs> so I, I, I mean, I love Clay. I think Draymond's hilarious. Magruder just got he got body. He got bodied. Maybe not as bad as AD, in your opinion, but he got bodied. So, wild stuff in the reality TV show of the National Basketball Association. We're going to take a quick break. After the break, Iman Shumpert to the Nets. Mark Cuban writes a crazy article, including NBA Top Shot. And we'll hear from Eagleson up in Canada. We'll be right back. All right, fam, we are back. A little news dump on Saturday night while the Stafford trade went down. Iman Shumpert is signing with the Brooklyn Nets. He actually played for them originally. Uh, they've won 8 of 10 games. They're really hooping. Their offense, I mean, they dropped 147 in regulation. That's just not a thing. So for that reason, I'm going to say, yeah, the Nets may have lost two games back-to-back to Cleveland. Um, but does anyone want to mention that they've won 80% of their last 10? No, no, 
Literally no. Um, what are my thoughts on the fact that the Nets are eight and two in their last ten? Uh, no shit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> they have Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. That's my opinion on the Nets being eight and two. Was I there in Cleveland? With the Twitter trolls, when they started out, when they lost back-to-back to Cleveland, you bet your ass I was. I was talking about how KD, Kyrie, and James Harden were getting sex ed from Colin Sexton. Um, but am I surprised that they're 8-2? and two? No. They're really good. They're really good. Favorites in the East or no? No. Okay. Second favorites behind the Sixers in the East? Yes. Okay. Iman Shumpert, any... Like, does that do anything for you? No. Okay. Because where does he get shots? That's his, who, that's the, that's actually why if you look at the name Iman Trumper, like he's a defensive guy. So they kind of do need that a little, why, but they, they don't need bigs need, more. Yeah, they don't need more shots. They need bigs. I see them. My prediction, obviously, first off, I'm seeing J.J. Redick rumors to the Sixers, the Celtics, the Nets. We all know how that ends. He's going to the Nets. Um I see them getting JaVale McGee as well. They're going to get that veteran championship big, which isn't fair. That some, some guys in the NBA at the end of their career just get to float from championship team to championship team. I guess that's your – you paid your service. Now you just get to ride it out and everyone kind of likes you. But that's kind of bullshit that JaVale McGee is like, yep, I'm going to sign a really bad contract. I'm going to fool this team. They're going to have to get rid of me and only contenders are going to want me. So, What's worse, that – or um, Tremont Williams playing for the Ravens in the divisional round, losing, and then signing with the Packers for the NFC Championship. Genius. Which, which he then lost. But I, total respect play. I mean, do the Chiefs need a corner? Is <laughs> bad luck. He's bad luck. All right, so crazy serious conversation here because Mark Cuban wrote an article, and the title was how the store of value generation is kicking our ass. So uh, stock up to us, Abe. We're in the store of value gen, so that's big. Thank you. What that generally means, it's a whole article, and I I, I plead with you guys to to go read it. He tweeted out. I've posted it. I'll post it on Snap. I'll post it everywhere. It's so important to understand, like, everything he's saying in it He uses Top Shot as an example, so I really enjoy that part of it, obviously. But essentially what he's saying is, you know, in our anti-establishment world, which Abe and I discussed last week, we're changing the rules. We don't care that people told us that gold is what has value because we don't see it that way. And we see it in different ways, and we've grown up in digital. So if you're going to... Parlays have value. What? Parlays have value. Exactly. So if you're gonna, does not. If you're going to grow up over the next 10 years and try to be smart, whether it's in school, business, college, life, whatever you want to do, like go read this article. It'll give you a really good basis and understanding. On the Top Shot side, Mark Cuban's writing about Top Shot, and that sounds good to me. How's that sound to you? It says put your money where your mouth is. That's what it sounds like, Mark. Get involved. No, don't just talk about it. Be about it, baby. Come he, to the community. He did. He did. He mentioned he that buy, he Luca? has an account, but his buys, the only buys he mentioned is Maxi Kleber, which is really funny because he was talking about, he's like, he's a top 10 defender. Don't sleep on him. Um, the two big Cuban. moments on the platform for the Mavs, there's obviously anything Luca, but 
one of the run it backs, which is like a throwback moment, is Dirk. So I figured he'd probably get that at some point too. But this is just my plead. Please, everyone, fam, get smarter this week. Spend 10 minutes reading, which is a lot to read off your phone. Like, it really is. It was crazy. I was doing it. And it's just like, if this is a YouTube it's video. A, it's, it's the, it's the my mental hurdle of the scrolling. It's a lot of scrolling. Exactly. And I was talking about this this weekend also. Like, how often do our brains ever go into critical thinking mode now that we're specifically out of school? Like, we, it's not that we coast. Like, we'll work hard here and there, but it's like when we have to turn our mind on, conceptualize, think, process, critically think, it's rare now. So to do it 10 minutes off your phone, which is normally associated with those short little things, is tough. Or, but Or grab a computer. Like, still, the screen. The screen is tough to critically think off of just because right. of its associations. But fam, take the 10 minutes. If you got to do it, four minutes, four minutes, four minutes, do it. Just read it and let me know what you think. I'd love to talk about it. Abe. I'm going to make you read it. It's going to be your assigned homework I'll read it. for the week. I'll read it. I will read it. Speaking of that, let's get Eagleson in here for some school A because he's going to have I got a that. bone to pick. I got a bone to pick. With the Eagle Man? Yep. yep. Okay. All right. Um, obviously, uh, we keep the chat active, Eagleson. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, and I'd like to keep the audience informed of, of your education as well. You had a math test that you took that we were unaware of that we didn't get to bet on. Yeah. And coincidentally, coincidentally, this is the one you get an A on. What gives? So she had dropped that one on us after the Wednesday record, or the Thursday pod. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have a chance to come on here and let the listeners know about it. You couldn't have texted Jack and I. And you already got your, your answers back? Yeah, this uh, she's pretty quick at marking them, or she has been recently, at least since we've gotten to online, I guess. You know, they have more time to do that sort of thing. So Eagleson got a 98 and just wanted to throw it in our face, and we couldn't even bet on it. So that's what's going on here right now. What else is going on, Eagleson? Um, well, speaking of that, I do have a copy of the test that I could send to both of you. <laughs> May, how about we get a line on that one? What, oh, what's shit. the subject? Quadratics. Okay. I don't know what that even means, honestly. So Quad means four. I know that. But what's quadratics, Eagleson? Uh, Punnett squares, I think. Um, Sounds like a lot of formulas. Okay. Yeah, so, it's like graphing, different things like that, plotting points. Okay, okay. I, I think I know what we're talking about. I w- it would be a quick no for me. Because I hate test taking. I believe it's, you know. I I hate test taking too, but I'm a competitor, so it's a yes for me. Let's go. Right. I was going <laughs> to say, obviously, you can rope Abe and I into a competition. And if I'm giving out homework to everyone, then it feels like it would be kind of, um, what's the word? Not ironic. Um, someone, someone fill me in here. You know what I'm like. I got nothing. I got okay. nothing. <laughs> so the grammar on this pod's not great, but... What, what am I trying to say? I don't know. So, yes, we may take the test. You'll have to give us any additional info we may need. We may have to do it under supervision from Eagleson. How yeah. long did it take you to, t- to take the test? Not long. It's a pretty short test. It w- took around, like, 45 minutes an hour. It oh, okay. Bad. See, short test in 45 minutes. You know what? We're going to do half of it. I like that. Yeah, like, 20 to 25 is, like, a fair, fair amount. And obviously we'll probably get nothing right, but we're partial credit counts. And I want your 
can you ask your teacher if she'll grade them? I can. What ask. she would give an actual student? I can ask her. Say it's for say it's for an outside of school work project. Sure. And I can write you a note out of school. Maybe I was I don't know. thinking we frame it as he wa- I was thinking we frame it as like he wanted to take it again for speed, but like he got a or, 98, so she's going to be like, why would you try and test yourself yeah. on this again? Um, what was the question could... you got wrong? It was some, I wrote some formula down wrong on like one of the first questions and that gotcha. was the one thing I got wrong. And, and look, it's a, it's a live recording. We have Zoom video. It's a podcast. I'm going to keep this part in. But just a word to the wise. With the online school, we've discussed maybe cheating. And I'm not saying you cheated, but just a tip for the audience that you got, if you are going to cheat, 94 to 96, kind of your sweet spot. 98 and missing one intentionally, too obvious, right? Like TJC's yeah, yeah. right through that. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm smarter than that, yeah. Okay. <laughs> should, I'm, should I'm go with an 88? <laughs> right, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. So. Same with copying homework. You got to put some wrong ones on purpose. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And if it's just one wrong, it's also a major red flag, yeah, especially exactly. if someone else, yeah. So, look, do we give out sound advice on this podcast? Probably yes. not. But we give out real-life advice, so... We tell you how it is. We tell you how it is. Anything else, Eagleson, before we wrap up? Um, actually, going back to school on Tuesday. So Back to school. Back to school. <laughs> Prove to dad that I'm not a fool. Do you know what that's I from? I got my lunchbox packed. He has my no clue. This so is where we start right to age ourselves. I don't get in a fight. Oh, back to school. What that is, is from happening? what I think is without a doubt, and I I know there's a lot of up for debate, but I think Billy Madison with Adam Sandler is hands down the funniest movie in my life. Like the that's most rewatchable, the most rewatch. Hmm. Watch it tonight. I've, I, I know I've watched Billy Madison. He's before. got I just... so much on his plate tonight. <laughs> um, Billy Madison, super bad, but back to school. I, I, nice, no, I, I've watched both of those. I just that didn't even. Maybe we start calling Eagles and Billy. Billy. Oh, uh, what's on Tuesday? Just some in-person stuff through the snow. Uh, yeah, I guess two new classes are starting. So math and French are done. I've got law and business. Uh, how, how Whoa! It? So, let's go. That'll how be boot exciting. it? <laughs> what is your general sense on like what those tests will look like? Like, will you need help from us on that? Maybe for some of the business ones, I'll have to come to you guys for some help for the law. I'm not completely sure. Like, I've never taken a law class before, so I, I don't really have any idea how that'll go. But it just seems like it'll be interesting, obviously. Same with the business. Important stuff to know. Yeah, just right. I'm, I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. man. There's a comma <laughs> in there if, if you want the grammar. But, yes, good advice from Abe. We have some legal counsel attached to Abe and I as well, so we can always sure. assist with that. I will say, math and French, math, somewhat important. French in your country also may be important. But it is important. Law, it, it, it helps yeah. a lot getting jobs around here, being able to speak French. Okay, good yeah. to know. Uh, but business and law is super important, so mm-hmm. learn something, all right? Yeah, try my best. All right. All right, fam. Abe. Lesson one, supply demand. <laughs> supply and demand of YouTube highlights. Let's do it. <laughs> Scarcity rules all. Abe, congrats on the move to the new apartment. Eagleson, congrats on the 98. Um, not much to get hype about. Did shoot Jack, a congrats on having a manual quickly. Seriously. Congratulations. Snapback fam. Much love. Peace.